Washington. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We're back at it. Another hour yet to go. Thanks for joining us today. Difficult day. It's it's uh, it's just a different day. It's normally we're in here with just the uh, the the verve of what should be the Packers' quest for a postseason. Uh, we all witnessed last night in a big game in Cincinnati early on with five minutes remaining in the first. Uh, Bill safety Demar Hamlin, uh, you know, goes down, suffers a cardiac arrest on the field. He's taken to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Um, that's at the forefront of our minds. So it, it's there's a, there's a lot to all of that, um, you know. So it, it's it's kind of a day like I, I remember, you know, different things that have gone on in history, and different things that have taken place here in our own backyard. And is there a good time to transition to the normalcy that we would, you know, be going through versus the moment of what is in front of us? Um, so it's interesting, um, you know, kind of how people want to transition. We're kind of the escape from reality here. You know, with everything going on in the world, we're kind of the escape from reality. And when the uh, the negative side of reality, the uh, tragic side of reality uh, ventures into our world, it is, it's very tough to escape, uh, the normalcy of reality, reality. So, um, see what you can kind of do the best you can. You maneuver through it and, and move on. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels at Ben Z Kenny, you can find him over there. Uh, Facebook fan page, uh, which many of you have found. Thanks to everybody that's started watching over there and, and, uh, and, and, you know, following us there as well and over on, uh, on YouTube. YouTube has grown. I uh, love the fact that YouTube continues to grow and people continue to watch us over there as well on Twitch TV. Uh, the Twitch app, you can download it on your phone. You can watch the show there uh, almost every day. Uh, also, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. You can find everything over on the website, which is simply thebillmichaels.com. And uh, then you listen to us uh, each and every day. If you want to go back and listen to something, uh, ben does a fine job of putting everything together in podcast form on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and uh, over on uh, Google Podcasts as well. You can just search Bill Michaels or Bill Michaels Show and you can find it. So there you go. Ben, I, I, I didn't talk to you in the beginning of the program today. So you, did you sit up and watch this last night unfold before our eyes like uh, the rest of the world? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, I had a lot going on. I, I was watching the Rose Bowl actually intently before it and then planned to get some stuff done as the game started. But it, it was on in the background. I saw it all play out. And I was on Twitter. I, I mean, it's it's one of those moments where everybody is on Twitter for that reason, which is kind mm-hmm. of uh, it's I, I mean, it's kind of frightening, right? Where where everybody's right. having that same reaction. I don't know. I, aside from all the things you have touched on today, which I I echo all those statements. I thought Joe Buck and Aikman and Lisa Salters and Booger McFarlane especially, uh, everybody that was on the coverage was was terrific in those circumstances. I heard that there's some precedent in those situations for maybe throwing it to like ABC News uh, or mm-hmm. to a like a breaking news crew, but I think they realized that those, the former players and the broadcasters and Lisa Salters were the ones that were best to handle that, and I thought they did a tremendous job. Um, I just I when they did the whole five minutes until they play again, I first of all I didn't think that would that was remotely possible. But I kept thinking back to like when Ryan Shazier went down 
and how mm-hmm. they ended up playing a full game after that. And it was different right. circumstances, but he also like he he got paralyzed. Like that is right. that's very that's not just a an injury that you figure there is a, a light at the end of the tunnel for Shazier. He never played again. I just mm-hmm. I, I cannot fathom going back out there and continuing to play after something like that happened. So I kind of went back to the moments that you've touched on a bunch of them, but the moments where something like that happens and how in the world everything is just put aside. Right. Um, yeah, it's, uh, boy, when you think about it, uh, I think it was the perfect hit. Shazier, Tua, Hamlin, all of those significant injuries and moments have taken place inside Paul Brown Stadium. I don't know if people realize that, but all of them have taken place there. Uh, so, it, 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 you know, interesting. I mean, somebody had actually sent me a, a, a tweet a little while ago and said, hey, do you think Paul Brown Stadium is cursed? No, I, I just think it's a very, you know, a, the stadium had nothing to do with the perfect hit. Uh, same with Shazier. It, it wasn't like guys, it's not like Detroit where guys are suffering ACLs and MCLs and such just through non-contact injuries. These are all contact injuries. And it's a, it's, you know, as they call that now, it used to be the black and blue division years ago when it was the, the Packers and the Bears and the Vikings and you go back years ago. But now, I mean, when you had uh, the Ravens, the Steelers and the Bengals all beating up on one another, uh, that was the black and blue division. That was just a very violent, hard-hitting uh, hatred of rivalry, to, you know, situation in that division. And they just had some significant injuries there. So it, I, I don't think it's cursed. But, uh, but yeah, last night was um, – I still – it was, it was interesting because um, I was talking to Kristen on the phone, and she got into it. I had my sister texting me, friends from Cincinnati texting me, I was texting my cousin, who used to be a nurse in the uh, ER trauma center at University of Cincinnati. Um, people that I I know aren't avid football followers were texting. Um, I had friends calling to say, "Hey, what have you heard? Is he going to be okay?" Like just you know, it was just a a really different, encompassing night for many people who had, the, like I said, it's the human equation. It was the human equation that took over last night. It was not sports fans. It was not uh, prisoners of the moment. It was the human equation that took over last night. And there's no more evident of the evidence of that than looking at DeMar Hamlin's charity that he wanted to raise 2500 bucks, and it's over $4 million now because people just wanted to do something to support this guy or feel like they were trying to help him in some way do good. And uh, so, uh, again, last night the... Uh, for as much as we rip social media, and we've all experienced some kind of negativity from social media, last night's social media became wonderful. You know, you look at the outpouring of support. You can just look at all the names that you follow and all the people that said sending up prayers. And, you know, you, you kind of came together in that Internet sphere, if you will, uh, for one common goal, uh, common goal and to say that, you know, we were all kind of pulling for this young man and still are. Um Let's see here. Uh, I also, real quick, um, yeah, I, I know a uh, a family friend does some freelance. Uh, he, like he is on the sideline of some NFL games as one of the third party non affiliated doctors when it comes to mm-hmm. uh, concussions and stuff. I believe I, I don't know. I obviously can't talk about it much because 
there's a lot of rules there. But like all those people out there, the the paramedics and the ER docs, but also just those that are the non-team physicians, like that that's not their job. They're they're normal everyday ER doctors or they're doing other things. Uh, so all of their work, like you obviously commend it during a situation like that, but it's I mean commendable all the time, uh, oh, especially absolutely. in these situations. Absolutely. Uh, Steve says, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. I'm worried about Jamal Williams adding to his rushing touchdown total against the Packers. Watcher says the Lions have a better O-line than uh, Minnesota does, so stopping the run is going to be huge. I, I, uh, I, I felt I had a nervousness about the Minnesota game uh, because I thought that the weapons Minnesota possessed were going to dictate to the Packers' defense what it is Minnesota was going to do. What I didn't count on was uh, the pressure put on Kirk Cousins and the tenacity with which the Packers' defense played. I didn't count on that. And that showed up the other night. Now you have to and, – and this is the other thing, and, and, and Mark, you bring up a great point. Mark says, what do, you the, what do you think the effect of DeMar Hamlin is going to be on teams throughout football? The Green Bay Packers hosting a game, a moment of silence, and also the Detroit Lions coming in Lambeau Field. I, I don't know. And that's the reason there's – because right now there's a lot of them. It, this – it was I, – I don't know who said it. I think it was Booger McFarland last night said, you get amped up to play a game. You you get the the, the physical energy – that goes within the body that gets you pumped up to play a game. And then when you see something like that happen last night, it, it just, it, you're, it's gone. That energy, that enthusiasm, that, that, you know, whatever it is, that adrenaline, it's gone. Okay. So it's very difficult if they would have asked those guys to come back and play, but now you have to get through today, get back in the building tomorrow as a Packer and a lion, and then have your moment and then get to work. And what you're hoping for, and I think this is where a lot of people are holding their breath, you're hoping to hear something in the next 10 to 20 hours that says he's okay. He's out of the woods. He had a scare. He's okay. He's going to be good. You know, all the vital signs are good. He's breathing well. Brain functionality is there. Cardio, there's no dysrhythmia or you know arrhythmia or anything like that via cardio-wise. He's good. He's fine. That's what everybody's hoping. So you can go, okay, let's get back to work. You know, not that you're going to forget about this, but that it takes that that anxiety of oh my god, I hope he's okay. You're waiting every moment to see if he's pulling through. And sometimes no news is good news, but no news also amps up that level of anxiety. Because you don't want to hear the worst. You don't want to hear, oh, my God, he passed. Oh, my God, he's not going to come out of this this sedation. And, you know, what the, So I don't know. To, going back to the original question, I don't know what, what, what all of this is going to mean for players and their preparation and energy and enthusiasm. You still have something to play for. You still have your job to do. You still have Sunday looming. You still have a competitor that – is looking to beat you. You still, you know, have your semblance of normalcy, but this is, I, I, I gotta admit, this is lingering. I, 
I, I sat there last night and, and you know, you, you think of nothing but this player and you think, how are they going to play this coming weekend? How they, you know, how, how they, how do you regroup from this? You know, this would be no different than if somebody, somebody in your building, you know, that you work with every day that you partner with and you're walking through your building, this person collapses in front of you, um, the ambulance takes them away and they've passed. How do you walk into that building and go, okay, how you doing? You, you, you know, you, you just, you can't, that's there, that's lingering. That's, you just don't go back to work like everything's okay. It's, it's normal again. You just, you don't do that. There, there's a, a time of, of down and uh, some people take longer than others to come out of that. So I, I don't know. That's a great question. That's a great question. I, I just don't know. Um, 877-867-1670. Uh, Watcher does say, hey, by the way, don't forget the, the Lions missing uh, a lot of their line, their center tackle. Uh, they got a guard out, too. They've had uh, some injuries. They have had injuries up front. They have had injuries up front. You are absolutely correct. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at uh, Point Brewing, San Giorgio, Calderon Club. They all pair up. You know why? They put Italian food together. And it's fantastic. And whether it's the uh, penne sashina pasta, or if you get one of those thin crust pizzas, or the authentic Napoletana pizzeria next door over at San Giorgio, they pair it up with Cider Boys, and they put a great meal together. Gino and the staff do a fine job. So if you're looking for great Italian food downtown, a night out, or just you want to go down and do a little comfort food, a little family style, uh, and you want to go in and just see a who's who of downtown Milwaukee, sit in the corner and watch the world go by, whatever it may be, Stop in to Calderon Club or San Giorgio. You cannot go wrong. Great place, great people, great business that's been family-owned, that's been downtown for over 20 years, well over 20 years, and uh, thriving and surviving through it all. So stop in and tell Gino and the gang we said hi, and uh, they're just great people and have some of the best Italian food you're ever, ever going to put in your mouth. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show continuing on this portion of the program brought to you by friends at boondocks barbecue burgers and brew and uh good food great people great place uh and uh, right there on county road k in oconomowoc and if you haven't heard about it uh, they have got wings more than just barbecue by the way they have got wings they've ch- they changed the uh, the, the menu, not often, but they do come up with some really good creations, had a hell of a new year's Eve party over there, but just a lot of good stuff. And, uh, Tom who owns the place, his son is the chef and does some great things. Uh, if you're looking for a good place to go, nice, spacious, a lot of TVs, whether it's sitting at the bar, high top table, dining room, they even, even have a dining space that if you are a veteran, you can request those tables and they will give you priority. It's really cool. So stop out. And check out Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews County Road K in Oconomowoc. And tell them we sent you. Go to Boondocks BBQs, BoondocksBBQs.com. There you go. Uh, Matt LaFleur 
Let's get into some of the quotes from yesterday from Matt LaFleur. And uh, one of the concerns, obviously, uh, coming out of that game was uh, David Bakhtiari, the left tackle, and how he held up physically in his first game back from that appendectomy. Yeah, I think he came out okay, so I didn't hear any anything from Philippe. Nothing major there. Did uh, he know that David Bakhtiari would return to play the Vikings? Well, he told me on on the flight home um, after the Miami game that he said, I'm playing. So I said, okay, well, we'll see. And he was able to get through the week, and I thought he played a really good game. So I thought, you know, obviously we all know the the type of edge rushers that the Vikings have, and um, I thought both our guys, really everybody up front, I thought blocked and did an outstanding job. So, because um, we didn't think yesterday in kind of analyzing the schedule and knowing that uh, the Seahawks and the Lions have a feeding off of one another for, you know, playoff ramifications, we didn't think that this game would be flexed to Sunday night. But the one thing that sticks in the back of your mind, you know, is that one, the Green Bay Packers, Packers Nation's huge. And two, doesn't matter. Whenever you put the Packers in primetime, man, you get the ratings. And the NFL was going for the ratings and a do-or-die situation for Green Bay. So what was his thoughts when he found out that, yep, Green Bay is indeed going to be the Sunday night football game? It really doesn't matter. But I do think the environment in Lambeau Field at nighttime um, is un- unlike any other place. So hopefully our fans show up and show out for us and support us and don't sell your tickets to the Lions fans, please. <laughs> um, Darnell Savage, as we talked about a little bit earlier with Andy Herman, he gets the start, and he uh, kind of you know, pined for that start again after earlier this season not playing as well. So uh, Matt LaFleur talks about the decision to have Darnell Savage uh, return to the safety position and get the start after being benched for a couple of weeks. Well, we did it in Miami. Right. Uh, Okay, yeah, and I just it got to a point where we he thought we thought he was doing all the little things that we had asked, and um, you know, it just it just kind of happened naturally. And there's no there's no denying the talent that he has, and he's a he's a really smart guy as well. So um, I think anytime you're talking about the safety position and uh, we gave up, you know, a couple explosive plays in that game, threw him back in there, and he, he did a really nice job. And I thought same with, with last night. I thought he did an outstanding job and um, was, like I said, just doing all the little things that we, we want from that position. So what was it uh, about the communication coming out of Miami where things just, you know, even coming out of that Bears game, where, where, where things just got better, where they improved? I just felt like the overall energy of our defense was was up, especially, I guess, really since the second half in Miami. The physicality, the communication, all of it. And I think all of that, guys are, are playing off one another. Um, certainly communication's a big part of, 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 you know, getting everybody on the same page and being able to go out there and execute. And um, But I think our guys are just... Yeah, we're we're playing a lot better. I think we're playing with a lot more passion. I think it's it's evident. It shows up all up 
all over the tape. Guys are excited. You could see it all last night from I really felt like from the first play all the way through throughout the, the course of the game. So, you know, the defense, since really the fourth quarter of that Bears game, this defense has been playing tenacious. The turnovers have been coming uh, fast and furious. But w- does he feel that this defense is finally living up to that expectation? No, I think you're only as good as your last performance. And, and we got to continue to, uh, you know, we got a great challenge in front of us. You're talking about one of the best offenses in the league. They've done it consistently throughout the course of the season. Um, we know that certainly they got a one of the best offensive lines in the National Football League. I would say, uh, you know, Detroit, Philly, those are those are arguably the two best. And um, you know, I think Jared's been playing at a, a really high level all year long. Obviously, they got a couple running backs that, that can really make you pay. Um, different style of backs as well. And then they get all those receivers that uh, it's an explosive offense. I think they do a great job schematically and present a lot of challenges. So he basically said, no, you're only as good as your final game. But, and then went on to praise the Lions and what they bring to the table, uh, if you notice. But did the Packers, have they finally come up, defensively speaking, with protection and pass protection that works? Well, I think that's again that that's a challenge every week. Every every game's going to have a little different feel and a di- different plan, and it it ultimately comes out uh, comes down to going out there and, and and making the most of all your opportunities. And I think you know certainly we've capitalized, um, and a big reason why we won these last four games is is the turnover battle. And I think what well, we got twelve takeaways in the last four games. I mean. And when you're on the right side of that, that gives you a, a much better opportunity. And so, um, whereas conversely, when when we hit that skid, and for the majority of the season we were, uh, you know, we were losing that turnover battle, and it just it makes it hard. And so, um, it, we just got to capitalize on on those opportunities. Try to continue to be very mindful of the ball and go after the ball and contest catches. And that that's one thing I think, you know, just talking about our coverage as well, I think we've gotten our hands on more balls as well. And then uh, obviously last night Slayton had a big, you know, batted ball that got picked off. And um, so all of that, you know, is kind of led to where we are now. So Keyshawn Nixon, remember, he was kind of limited. He had the groin issue uh, on Friday and then comes out on Sunday and works out ahead of time. I had taken some video of it and posted it and such. And, uh, you know, but Keyshawn Nixon after the game said he texted coach and said, hey, I'm feeling like a Ferrari. So what did Matt LaFleur get that text? He he texted Rich that. Uh, yeah, it just so I, I grabbed him after you know, practice on Friday. And I was like, Hey, listen, if you show up Sunday and, and you feel like you're ready to go, you'll be out there. So that that's kind of what happened. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks we know have been kind of do or die. The Packers have won four straight. They had to. So has the last few weeks, uh, you know, so far at least, is it felt like playoff football, like, you know, the do or die situations? 
Well, I, I think we've kind of been in that playoff mindset, you know, when we were sitting there four and eight. So knowing that every game was, I, I actually think it was probably before that, to be honest with you, just knowing how critical every game was and to get to this point and for it to play out the way it has is, is exciting. It's exciting, obviously, for our team, for our fans. Um, but again, we got a huge challenge in front of us, a team that already beat us once this year. And I know that they, they've got a lot to play for as well. And I think Dan's done a hell of a job just, you know, getting that team to kind of flip the narrative and, and I mean, they're, they're a dangerous team. Even some of the games they've lost, they just, they're right there against really good teams. And um, it's, it's, we're going to have to play our best ball, no doubt about it. So how galvanizing for a team? I mean, at some point, everything just kind of starts to come together. You get the win over the Bears, and then after that, you start winning football and in must-win situations. How galvanizing has that been for this team behind the walls of 1265? Well, I think any time people go through a little bit of adversity and you can come out the other side, I, I think it makes you – it calluses you to some, to some degree. And, um, you know, I, I think – it can bring everybody closer together because you know there there was a point there when you're when you're sitting at four and eight where it can go a lot of different ways and I think we've all seen it happen like that before um, if you've been in this profession long enough and it's just a testament to the people in this organization and in that locker room more importantly that they they all they chose to st- to stick together to trust one another and I think that it all happened throughout just our preparation and the way we practiced. And um, we've, we've seen those, those improvements that have made a big difference. And then just a couple of more, but, uh, you know, how surprised he was asked, how surprised he's been thinking that at his team was, you know, four and eight. Uh, and then all of a sudden now they're sitting here at eight and eight. How surprising is it? I just, I, I, don't, I don't ever try to... Um, have too many expectations in in regards to it's just how do you take it each day stay in the stand in the moment trust in your process and try to look for when things aren't going right try to look for different ways to improve or how do we have to change something up what do we have to do to try to get us over the hump and, and be more successful and um you know i think it's a credit to like i said just the guys in the locker room the coaches everybody just kind of you know hunkering down and and doing and looking inward first and foremost and trying to just improve and how has he personally changed or when you talk about improvement how has he personally changed or improved over the you know since that five game losing streak early on Uh, that's a great question probably better for for the guys around uh, but I, I would say that I think that you just you try to be as consistent as possible, whether you're winning or whether you're losing. Uh, you, you try to be the same each and every day. And um, I, I know that can get challenging at times when you get frustrated because uh, these guys are all great competitors and we want to win. And we put a lot of time into this. It's the, it's the coaches, the players the trainers, everybody involved in this thing. And so, um, but I, I think you, you can't uh, put enough um, emphasis on the character of the people that you're around each and every day. Because uh, like I said, yeah, I've just seen it go the other way before. 
So there you go, Matt LaFleur uh, talking to the media. So let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. We'll come back, and uh, we'll continue on. A couple of segments to go before we get out of here. Hang in there. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael show. We continue on. And uh, a lot of stuff uh, just kind of, you know, happening today. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, we will hear just a little bit from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee today. So going to hear a little bit there coming up. Nothing, you know, earth shattering. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we'll we'll give you a little bit of that. Hey, uh, I do want to remind you, our friends over there with uh, Scott Ellis and the gang from Homeside Financial, if you're looking to purchase a new home, 2023, maybe new place, new you, new digs, maybe you want to uh, refinance, maybe new bills, uh, whatever it happens to be, check out our buddy Scott Ellis, 414-791-7771. If you want to ac- access that home equity, you can do it. Get cash to pay off the debts. Uh, Scott can do it for you. Uh, he's he's got years of experience helping people increase their credit scores and getting them on, on the right financial track. And in addition to that, if you want to, you know, get a home mortgage, if you're buying a new home, uh, do what I did. He did an outstanding job for me. He was always available, provided great feedback, great rates, low cost. He'll get you whatever it is you deserve. And all you got to do is call him, 414-791-7771, 414 414- Seven nine one seven 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 one. Again, that's four one four seven nine one seven 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 one. That's our buddy Scott Ellis and the uh, Ellis team. Uh, they can help you out. Four one four seven nine one seven 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 one. There you go. Uh, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. You want to find us? Please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Uh, you can. Uh, this one's from Mark, who says, uh, "Hey, Bill." Uh, what a job today to come in and try to talk sports when real life has invaded us. It's been cathartic just listening to the program. Mo Ager was especially good. I appreciate you having him on. I appreciate it very much. Uh, Aaron Rodgers today on uh, the Pat McAfee Show had this to say. Take a listen. As much as there's rivalries and there's distaste for certain individuals that you play against and there's bad blood, at the end of the day, there's one thread that connects all of us, Right. And it's that we know that we are the modern-day gladiators, right? We are providing entertainment for the masses and doing something we love, but we're also putting our bodies and our future health on the line. And I think that's one thread that connects all of us, that we have a respect for what it takes to go out on the field and play and the, the attention to this being a 365-day-a-year job and the stresses of physical health and mental health and emotional health that it puts on us, and then we put our bodies on the line because we love doing it, because we love competing, and we enjoy providing entertainment for people. But at the end of the day, you don't think these type of things are going to happen. And when it does happen, everything is thrown out, a rivalry, uh, distaste for a certain team, whatever it might be that might separate you a little bit, that's all gone when it's one of your guys. And I, and I, I, you know, the three of you on the show, obviously you've all played, 
and I think we all feel the same way. Whether you you know you're currently playing or 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 done playing, like you're shook about this because you just never thought you would see something like this on the field. It's bad enough when you see a guy getting carted off, right? That's like that messes with you. Or you see a guy take a really bad concussive shot, right? And you're like, man, like I don't want that to be me. Like, am I gonna be able to have my cognitive function that I want at 50 and 60 and 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 what am I? What kind of risk am I really setting myself up for? But this kid's 24 years old. Right, he's right. He's right. The kid's 24 years old. How do you, you know, you get past that? I mean, you you, you look and he's everything he said is right. Um, they now the one thing he did not say. While we look at football players or any athlete for that matter as the modern day gladiators and, um, you know, it's for our entertainment and so they're also getting paid a ton of money, but no money, no amount of money equals the loss of a life or permanent disability and such. So there's always that risk, right? There's always that risk, but there is a a dollar value to that. You can't ignore that because it is part of the equation. But what we witnessed last night was the human side and the vulnerability and the fact that they aren't pieces of commodity, pieces of meat. They are human flesh. They They are real. They feel. They have families. They have mothers, brothers, sisters, daughters, wives, girlfriends, that they're real. That's what came crashing in on us yesterday was that feeling of emotion of and we're sitting there because we look at them as almost um indestructible almost indestructible armani uh just sent me an email uh, that that brings up that point that said one of the aspects we look at is football players are not breakable yes you can break a bone yes you can dislocate a finger but you don't die from playing this game. You may be a, a vaunted warrior that has to sit on the sidelines for the remainder of your career because of an injury, but we never look at you as dying. What we saw yesterday was the human side and vulnerability of football players as real people, and that's an appreciation that I took away from last night. Armani, you're right. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Was That's what we ended up walking away with last night because you look side to side and you say, you know... <laughs> These guys are supposed to be indestructible, and there, but for the grace of God, go I. These guys aren't. That's not supposed to happen. They're supposed to get pads, helmets. They're 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 you know they're guarded. Health and safety and the protocols have become so prevalent. They're guarded, and they're supposed to have all of that. And it it didn't you know. It didn't uh, didn't end that way. When we come back. Uh, I will try to end on a little bit uh, higher note, lighter note, if you will. Uh, There is a word out of Michigan. Uh, Not that Harbaugh is leaving because that's almost uh, a foregone conclusion should he be offered the job from the Carolina Panthers. But there is the word scumbag being used. Did you hear it? Did you hear about it? We're going to talk about it and let you let you uh, kind of weigh in when we come back. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by TheNiceAsh.com, downtown, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. As a matter of fact, a buddy of mine's in town. He's down there now. He's uh, He just texted me. He said, hey, I'm waiting, so come on down. So I get off the air today. I'm going to go down and have a cigar with him. I haven't seen him in a while. So we're going to share one, head down there, and uh, and say hello to some of the fine people at The Nice Ash. Had a great New Year. Ricky and Joette are great people. 
Uh, just love the staff and management, but it's a great place to go and watch a game, go to relax, go to have a drink, uh, music and entertainment on the weekend, theniceash.com, 323 West Main Street. Just stop in downtown Waukesha. Go in and tell them we said hi. More of the Bill Michael Show wrapping it up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers getting ready for their final game of the regular season against the Detroit Lions. If Green Bay wins, they'll secure a wild card spot in the playoffs. The Packers 38-year-old Mason Crosby talked about that 56-yarder he bounced off the crossbar. Just before the half Sunday against Minnesota, was the backspin like a shooter's roll in basketball? I wish I could say that. <laughs> I wish, like, yeah, I just, you know, I made sure to have a little bit of, you know, a soft landing, so if it hit that, but uh, uh, you know, I think it was just one of those where it was like kind of the, the max distance. And, um, you know, fortunately it came down in the right way on the post. So, uh, you know, it just landed, I guess, square, uh, you know, with the momentum going going forward. And, um, you know, we're able to, you know, get it to go the, the right direction. The Lions come into the game this week with a record of 8-8 eight and eight and the first chance since 2011 to reach the playoffs. Lions quarterback Jared Goff. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Uh, you know, not every team, players, young guys, get the opportunity to play in games like this. I mean, there's a b- bunch of guys here who have, for the first half of their career, have not had that chance to play in a game in January that means something. And, um, you know, we're going to get that chance next week. And whether it gets us in or not, it's not up to us. But, you know, going in there, trying to win and, and see, where, see where everything falls at the end. The game scheduled for this Sunday night, 7.20 on NBC. Matt LaFleur asked if he would have preferred an earlier start time. It really doesn't matter, but I do think the environment in Lambeau Field at nighttime is unlike any other place. So hopefully our fans show up and show out for us and support us and don't sell your tickets to the Lions fans, please. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michael Show. out in Johnson Creek, Lyle and uh, his staff out there, they're fantastic. Chad, uh, everybody. Uh, and I talk about J&L Tire Service all the time. It's uh, in the Johnson, It's on the Johnson Creek exit, at the Johnson Creek exit off of 94, just north of the highway. You can see it right there. Uh, it's trustworthy. It's quality. Uh, and uh, it is also warrantied work. It's, it's tremendous. And whether you're an over-the-road driver or a soccer mom or whatever it happens to be, uh, from an oil change to a big rig, whatever you need, they can do. They have f- facilities for both, by the way. So stop in, tell Lyle and Chad and everybody that worked there that we said hi, Happy New Year. And uh, I, I'm telling you right now, if you want somebody you can trust, people come from all over to bring their vehicles there just because they're that trustworthy. Take it out to JL Tire Service uh, on the Johnson Creek exit. Two things. First and foremost, uh, by the way, if you have an old number 58 jersey, if you're a Brewers fan, here you go. Alex Claudio is back, the lefty. Uh, the Brewers signed me to a minor league contract with an invitation to the major league camp. Uh, Alex Claudio oh. is back with the Brewers. First signing of the year. Congratulations, Bill. Yeah, Alex Claudio is back. And it's a minor league signing. That's more Just than so you know. $0. Yeah. They were it's at a minor zero. league signing. Uh, ben, let me, let me throw this to you because Hunter Dickinson uh, of Michigan uh, he, he doesn't have a fondness for Wisconsin basketball players. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
Yeah, this is great. So on Valentine's Day, funny enough, Juwan Howard and Greg Gard will meet in the first matchup since the infamous slapping or uh, I, I, I don't know. We called it a hitting. Some wanted to say that he actually softened the blow by opening his hand. That's right. either here nor there. Hunter Dickinson is their center. He's been there forever. He only knows how to he's use. He's 47 years old now. Oh, he's old. Um, yeah. He only knows how to use his left hand. Uh, like he is physically unable to shoot the ball with his right. If you ever watch him play, it's it's quite remarkable. He'll be mm-hmm. in a place where he could just do a right-handed layup. It'll switch to his left all the time. Anyway, uh, he was on a podcast, and he said this about the Wisconsin Badgers. Wisconsin, I mean, they're just they're just they're scumbags. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> They're scumbags. They're scumbags. There you go. For those that uh, plan on going to the Michigan game and going out to the Kohl Center when Michigan comes a calling, not only was it already going to be a game of we remember, oh, by the way, uh, but now you throw a little more gas on that fire. So there you have it. Do you, wanna play a, do you want to play a game of which is the funniest part of this? Sure, I, let's do this. Before, I, I th- give us a little levity before we get out of here. So I have three things about this that I think are hilarious. You decide which one. Number one, his head coach hit another coach last season. Correct. Number two, he is on the podcast with Jordan Bohannon, (laughs) known Iowa Hawkeye. Um, And he himself, Hunter Dickinson, has been in some dirty plays. Or three, Michigan has uh, lost two straight games last week, one of them to Central Michigan uh, and mm-hmm. they absolutely stink this year. Yeah, they're not a good, uh, not a good team. And uh, I, I would go with, uh, I would go with one because I think they're I scumbags. But your coach reached out to go after another coach. So I don't know on the level of scumbagginess. I'd have to look in the mirror. I, I don't think Michigan owns one, but uh, they, they might want to stop off, even if it's a cheap one. Go over, you know, a little bit cheaper, but looks nice. Go over to Target. Target's got some nice mirrors, something that's not really expensive. I'd buy a few of them, put them up around campus, so some of these guys have something to look into. I'm good with that. We, we can even start a little bit of a GoFundMe page for that if we need to do so. We can do that. Oh, there's never and, been a mirror that a Michigan person did not enjoy. Yeah, well, yeah, but th- that mirror is is like the mirror mirror on the wall. Tell me I'm the best of all. <laughs> That's not the mirror mirror on the wall. Tell me that Michigan has no balls. Come on, let's be honest. So Michigan needs to needs to buy a few mirrors, I would say. Just 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 saying. Hey, by the way, final stat before we get out of here today, Aaron Rodgers started and finished four games against the Lions in the final week of the season. For those that were asking, I don't know what the the record is at home against the Lions on a on a night game. I I, I don't have that sitting in front of me, but Aaron Rodgers uh, four games against the Lions in the final week of the season, he is four and zero with one thousand one hundred fifty seven yards, eleven touchdowns, one pick, and a quarterback rating of one hundred nine point one. Now a lot of that's in the past with a lot of tremendous talent around him. But I just wanted to let you know that that's the way the season has end, ended 
with the uh, Detroit Lions when Aaron Rodgers starts and finishes games against that team. So there you go. Just thought we'd throw that out there. That So we end on the, oh, by the way, Michigan seems to think that uh, the Badgers are scumbags and uh, the other team from Michigan has not been able to beat Aaron Rodgers on the last game, last game of the regular season when Rodgers, Rodgers plays, starts, finishes the entire game. So I also go. would like to close with a shout-out to my Tulane Green Wave. A miraculous win over USC in the Cotton Bowl yesterday. Uh, there you go. Crazy comeback. Awesome story. Tulane football's back. The SEC is the best. Boy, I'll tell you this. Uh, Caleb Williams, man. Did you watch Twitter? There's not a lot of people that like that guy. He's got a little full of himself from when he was deciding where he wanted to go. I was, uh, you know, some of it's vitriol from Wisconsin fans that were bitter he didn't come here, but just Probably nationally, woof, woof. Boy, not a, not a likable character. That'll do it. Uh, great stuff today, and, and thanks for kind of participating in the show and, and understanding as we all go through the process and such together. Uh, that's what this show is for, so we appreciate you. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Until then, time for us to go. Have a go. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.